Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Welcome to the trap, welcome, welcome to the trap. Let's go. Zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap, zen, trap. Protect your peace, protect your energy. Welcome to the Zen Trap. We appreciate you being here. You got another Zen Trap perspective we're about to give you. Uh, we got a good book here for you today. Uh, I'm your host, Yogi LG. Zen P. All right. Let's get started. All right. So today we are reviewing The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. Uh, a Practical Guide to the Fulfillment of Your Dreams. So first we're going to start off with Yogi LG. Who would you recommend this book to? Um, I definitely, I'm going to be honest. You got to be spiritually in tune to read this book um, and aware. Um, so definitely someone spiritually in tune and aware, but someone who's looking for their place in life, their purpose in life, and kind of how to achieve that, right? Like I'm looking for something. I know I'm not fulfilled. I know things aren't happening the way they should be happening. I feel like uh, I'm kind of like kind of stumped in yeah. life. Um, so I think this is a good book for someone who's really searching and seeking for something deeper and more meaningful in life. Yeah, I feel that. I would agree completely. I would say if you're starting your spiritual awareness journey, I would maybe start with this book, but I would definitely add it to the collection and visit it. Um, if you're feeling like you want to learn how to be more open-minded or to challenge some of your beliefs of, that you've had, or if you're looking for, again, some ways to challenge your identity or some uh, guidance and how you can uh, add more positive habits to your life, like we talked about last time, definitely a good book. It, uh, I like how it goes uh, through like energy type of spiritual type of debriefing type right. things, and it doesn't... Even though it's called spirit, well, with it being called spiritual, it doesn't like lean heavy on religion. Not so any religion, it's I would definitely recommend. It's not yeah. religious whatsoever. Sure. It, it aligns to just being again, as the title says, spiritual. Right. So, uh, how would you describe this book to someone who's never read it, never heard of it, never seen it? So it is a book that gives you pretty much seven laws on how to live a more efficient life. Pretty much how to how to follow and figure out your life's purpose and how to focus more on controlling your situation and reflecting, looking more within and trying to understand more about the the energy world and kind of comparing that to the physical as well. So somebody who's never read it, I would just be prepared to read again about like laws on how you can kind of live your life to be more efficient. Like, Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I would describe it as very a... Uh, like I said, kind of deeply rooted in spirituality, uh, but definitely you got to have a open mind. This is coming from a yeah, a very, I definitely say coming to it with an open mind. Yeah, definitely a unique perspective, um, to say the least. But I, I'm gonna run through the seven laws real quick, just because cool. yeah, I sure. think it's good to know. And I feel like people keep those a secret in books with like numbers or something. But pure the law of pure potentiality, um, giving the law of karma, the law of Least effort, um, intent, the law of intention and desire, the law of detachment, and the law of dharma. I think is how you say it, which is purpose. Dharma is correct. Yeah. Purpose of life. 
Uh, so I would kind of just say, like, just thinking about those seven laws, if you had to just make your own assumptions about what those are talking about, that would be kind of how I vaguely describe the book. But I think it's it's a solid book. You just have to be uh, ready for the kind of, like, reflection you're going to do once you start reading. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely gives you lots of examples. Uh, even I like, well, going into this, why don't you tell me what was your favorite bar? Favorite bar in the book. Ooh, that's tough. Um, let's see. I think my favorite bar, honestly, was that your heart will know the right answer. So uh, I think this was in the chapter about uh, karma, and it was talking about, like, how do you know what's the right choice? Like, when you're in the middle of doing, making a decision, mm-hmm. how do you know uh, what's going to be best for you and best for the people around you? And it was talking about there's, like, two sides of that, which is comfort and discomfort. And how your heart, like as soon as a decision pops in your mind, your heart knows the right answer. You're, you are built to be a pure creature. Oh, wow. And so I think that was just a bar for me and a confirmation for me because I've kind of like lived on that. Like I just be good to people and it'll come back to me, I know. Um, but And I do, my heart does know. And I can feel it when I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing. So I think... Uh, I think that was my favorite bar, but I got a bunch of bars in the book. What was your favorite? And then I'll kind of hit on a few of mine, maybe. Okay, definitely my favorite bar. And I just put a page number, so let's see, page 58. So I didn't even really write the bar. It must have been too long. Uh, Let's see. Ah. So, when you feel frustrated or upset by a person or a situation, remember that you are not reacting to the person or the situation but to your feelings about the person or the situation. These are your feelings, and your feelings are not someone else's fault. When you recognize and understand this completely, you are ready to take responsibility for how you feel and to change it. And if you can accept things as they are, you are ready to take responsibility for your situation and for all the events you see as problems. Yeah, I definitely love that chapter just because it talks about like being like accountability or being responsible for your own feelings and realizing it's a choice you're choosing everything is like everything's a choice yeah yeah and that like that's my favorite bar only because it it makes you again be more uh responsible and accountable for your emotional intelligence but again it's not telling you that the way you react based off your emotions or choosing how you react is is a bad or good way it's just saying making sure you're in control of how you react and not your emotions and Absolutely. not letting somebody have emotional control over you. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, that's definitely my favorite bar. I can see it as being real controversial, though. Uh, I even jotted something down just saying that it's it's kind of hard trying to understand, like, that line for how, like, your actions and your words can, like, literally hurt somebody or, like, be something that, like, changes their mind or their complete, like, you know, children are easily manip- – not manipulated, but uh, – they're easily shaped by like the words you say. And, and some people are too as well. Like right. they hold on to your words. So it's right. like trying to be responsible with your worries, but at the same time still believing that like your words and, and the things you do and how somebody feels and takes offense from that, if you're moving with good intentions, then sometimes that's the best you can do. And like right. if you're seeking to like really understand like, okay, if I did do something offensive, I'm trying to understand where it was at, but also still understanding that people can be offended by anything it's just such a thing it's it's a balance it's a balance it's a a balance balance. which which kind of jumps me into one of my other bars when he was talking about 
uh, giving and receiving. Yeah. Uh, that's a balance. And, the like, it's basically a balance of the universe. Like, everything is this cycle, right? And you got to keep giving to receive. So give the things that you desire, and it'll come to you. Yeah, I used um, to struggle with that, learning how to, like, not – block somebody else's blessings by like mm, not accepting something from someone whether it's help or something monetary physical right. whatever like just blocking blessings uh it was definitely one in here that just affirmed something i say all the time what you water will grow um and it was basically talking about intention and attention um yeah, and intentions and desire exactly same chapter but talking about like how what you give attention to provides energy to that yep but when you give intention uh, that basically transforms something. So I think that was super powerful for me. Um, I got a couple more bars I want to get Do off here. Drop them bars. Um, known is a uh, a past pace of place of like a it's a past prison. So like the known is just your past experiences. Everything you know is from the past. And if you're living in the present and you're choosing to dwell on only things you know, you're basically subjecting yourself to a prison of the past. And so, like, releasing that connection to the past and letting yourself experience things in the present is is enlightening and awakening in itself. So the book really talked about that, and that was mm. super powerful for me because I struggled with that, um, which I'm, I think we'll get into that yeah, later. Yeah, man, but look, you can't do something you've never done if you're basing it off of everything you did. <laughs> Right. For sure. For sure. Uh, did you have anything else? No, nah, that was as definitely far my as the favorite bar. Okay. Uh, what was your favorite chapter? Uh, giving. Just because the law of giving. Just because it resonates with me. I'm a giver. Um, it just affirmed me in so many ways where I was like, all right, I'm on the right track. Like, I'm, I'm and obviously this, this book ain't my Bible or nothing, but it, it really has some really good tips. And so it just made me. Uh, feel like kind of good about who I am and where I'm at so far, and I don't got that far. I'm not that far off. That's kind of how I felt. Like I'm, I'm kind of like on the right track. So it gave me a, a definitely a boost of energy just reading that chapter. I feel that. Uh, what about yourself? Well, if I did it based off of you, like just like basing off myself, then the law. No, do it however you want. No, do I am. It. I'm just, okay. I'm just speaking. Right. So like the law of detachment probably would be mine Ooh. if that if, okay. if I'm doing it like that. But I think. My favorite chapter off of what I feel like I need to grow in the most is the law of least effort. And I say the law of least effort because, again, it's a bar in here that I personally just, my my struggle that I need to work on, which is talks about being uh, defenseless. Oof. Like, stop being so defensive. Yeah. Uh, almost like, not arguing, but like debating your point of view. or right. And for me, like, when I'm debating or having a, conversation whatever you want to call it it's for me it's usually not about trying to get my point across or get my point or the person to understand my point or to get on my side of my point mm -hmm. it's more so to understand where where we differ like i'm really trying to understand the other person a lot mm -hmm. of times in that but i can see how it comes across as defensive so i like in the book how it talks about examples and uh almost even mantras or affirmations that you can do to try and be like less defensive just like right. having like putting a point in the middle we're both talking to it and around right. and more open-minded and i definitely want to invite more energy like that in 
Definitely. I think what I, one other thing about this book is at the end of each chapter, it tells you like directly how That's you can apply it. Yeah. Like, like I like here it the, you. the three takeaways from this chapter, four takeaways, whatever. This is what you should do. You should go forward in this method with this mindset, affirming these things, setting these intentions. Um, so that was like super good to me for sure. Yeah, so, like, the biggest thing, again, for, for me with that defensivelessness, the third component of the law of least effort is defensivelessness, which means that your awareness is established in defenselessness, and you have relinquished the need to convince or persuade others of your point of view. If you observe people around you, you'll see that they spend 99% of their time defending their points of views. If you just relinquish the need to defend your point of view, you will in that relinquishment gain access to enormous amounts of energies that have been previously wasted. So again, a lot of big words just to say like, why are you wasting your energy trying to get to prove a point? And like, once you prove that point, what does it do for you? It feeds your ego or something? Right. So again, like, let's just have more meaningful conversations, more open-minded, more aware of that. Right. So do you think you have a, a story in your life that like, applies or uh that relates to this book or you thought about while reading it uh let's see i tried to jot down a story oh for sure for sure okay uh i think the book talks a lot about how when you set like what you just talking about what you water grows and where you put your attention and your right. energy and your focus and just accepting things as they are and letting the universe handle the rest i have plenty of stories where like i've had barely any plan I've done just enough work to get through, but like my intention and my desire, my efforts all pushed to it. Me getting a new car. I remember how that process was. And again, once I started figuring out what car I wanted, I started seeing the car all the time. I started looking for prices. Somehow me thinking I can't afford this new car and it just still just it just works out somehow. Like, right. oh, I get a deal, I get this. Same thing happened when I bought a, a house or investment property. Have no clue how real estate works, this little pieces just start falling together the more energy and stuff I put towards it in those like present moments of like doing research and just again just doing it on my own time with my own Absolutely. focus at my own speed and stuff sure. just falling together yeah it's like the universe is supporting your efforts literally just move stuff out of the way for you yeah and I think the book talks about that a lot how like if you follow these laws, things will just start to line up. But we, we put so much energy and effort on the future or dwelling on the past that we try to plan out everything. Um, and I think the kind of thing for my life or a story that I can apply just kind of goes to, like, uh, me wanting to travel. Um, I've just been so hesitant because of stability and all the things I've learned in my past about you know, how how you're supposed to live life, how you're supposed to uh, go through paying your bills and be this specific person and relinquishing those kind of holes and shackles on me to just be like, do what you want. And that's interesting. You know what's crazy about that? What? I promise you, you taught me how to live a life of, oh, I don't need this much money to live the life. Like, you literally broke that down for me like literally eight years ago or something. Yeah. So it's like that's just so surprising to me to hear you say that. Well, it's just because you, I mean, you, 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 when, especially when I was young, I was just like very like, I'm going to figure it out. Like it's going to be fine. And as you start to like, I think, go through life and you gain things and friendships and people, you start to try to hold on to this place of comfort 
that you felt comfort in, right? And the unknown is so uncomfortable. Oh, for sure. And so I think this book just kind of really just attacked that for me. That's like, again, like what we talked about last time, like that satisfaction in like, oh, I know if I do this, I know what's going to happen. And that's trying to control it again. Exactly. If I do this, I know I can expect something like this. Yeah. It definitely made me self-reflect and look at myself to say like, hey, just take life for what it is. Everything, where you're at is where you're supposed to be at. Nothing's supposed to be different. It's, it's exactly what the universe is today. If you accept that and then just move forward with setting your intentions, things will start to fall in place. Take that energy that you would have used to like start feeling bad for yourself or complaining about what you would have, could have did or where you're at right now, feeling bad for yourself. If you take even half of that energy, just be like, I'm not gonna complain for the full day today, just half the day. The other half, I'm gonna use this present moment to start planning or not planning, actually trialing some stuff out towards what I wanna do towards my future. Whether that's looking at videos, going going to seminars, going to do what whatever that is, figuring it out. Right. Absolutely. Um, so what can you take away from this book and apply it to your life today? Like right now. For sure, being less defensive. Um I would say being more aware, but just being a better listener and trying to like I say Definitely be more empathetic when, when I'm listening and responding as well, but just trying to uh, be more impeccable with my word from, from listening to show that I'm listening and stuff like that. So um, just ha- trying to have better conversa- conversations and interactions overall with, with, with people who encounter me. Just I, I definitely can take that away and apply it right now. What about you? Yeah, I think what I can apply right now is in the end of the book, like the summary or outro or something, he compares like the body, the cells in the body and how they use the seven laws. And so that just like permeated with me. I was like, oh, that's so brilliant. Right. Yeah, like, DNA yeah, cell. DNA, like your cells are they're giving and receiving. They're setting intentions. They're uh, gi- giving up attachment. They're detaching. And they're, I feel like out of all the books I've read, they always compare us to like nature and stuff like yeah. that. And how, like the only difference between us and like a lot of other things is our awareness. Yep, that's it. Is and he was talking about our nervous system, how we have this ability that other things in nature don't have. And so me just taking advantage of that ability, but not Ooh, you talking about that part where they literally like define like intuition with yes. your senses. Yes. It was deep. It was good. It was really good. But just me recognizing that like I can practice these laws daily, right? I can detach. I can uh I can focus on karma. I can give the least effort right and some people look at that as lazy but me and you talk about that all the time efficiently it's efficient right we're just trying to do things efficiently the least amount of effort um so those type of things are definitely what i'm gonna apply today um it was definitely a good read uh went quick it's a quick read yeah for sure very quick read highly recommend it again i wouldn't start with this book but i definitely would have it in there in like your third or fourth book that you're going to yeah definitely be open-minded uh it's one of those books where you got to kind of reread some stuff. Though. Yeah, definitely reread it. <laughs> like reread you, it. Like, or just, or like, even when I was reading through it, I would have to like reread a paragraph. Like, let me make sure I got reread what it or look some words up. For sure. If you even want to take it one law at a time. When I say like at the end of each law they have, so let me go to my favorite chapter, the law of least effort. When you go to the end of it, it'll again tell you 
how you can apply each law. Yep. Um, so, for example, today my awareness will remain established in defensivelessness. I will relinquish the need to defend my point of view. I will feel no need to convince or persuade others to accept my point of view. I will remain open to all points of view and not be rigidly, rigidly attached to any one of them. So that's something you can almost remember as like a mantra or something. Yeah, you start absolutely. your day and just be like, and they say, even if you don't do it for the whole day, like, all right, for the next two hours, I'm going to just focus on not being defensive. You can use it in those high pressure situations where you know you're about to be around somebody who's going to like, Tick you off. Raise your blood pressure, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> right. You can feel your senses wobbling. Right. Get your spidey senses going. Right. I'm not gonna be defensive today. Yeah, I I'm think it was it was super good, super practical. Um, like I said, that that applying that's that should be in every book. Like what can I take away from how this chapter and how to apply it directly to my life right now? Like you could go read at the end of those chapters and those be affirmations for the day. Like, I, I am, I will, I won't, I, whatever, right? So I think that was uh, really good about the book. Again, this is uh, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Deepak Chopra. I got it wrong. Chopra. Chopra. Sorry. I believe. But Sorry. But yeah, anything else you want to share with the people? No, nah, I don't think so. Like, again, this book was pretty short and sweet to the point. Again, I wouldn't start with it, but definitely would have it in the collection and would reread it. I'm definitely going to reread it and revisit it because, uh, again, the the law of detachment, not detachment, the law of least effort may be what I need now, but who knows, a year from now, two years from now, I might need to lean on another law and, and re lean back into it as, as you you know continue to grow and challenge yourself. Absolutely. What about you? Uh, yeah, I think overall, again, wouldn't do it first, but definitely um, read it and sit with it. Sit with it, think about it, process it, and really self-reflect. Um, I did some self-reflecting when reading it. And I'm still doing some, so still part of the work, um, but just learning how to adopt these laws, even piece by piece, bite by bite, how you eat an elephant, one bite at a time. So take it one chapter at a time um, and tell us what you think about it. Let us know. Comment, like, subscribe, all of that. All that. So this has been another ZTP, Zen Trap Perspective. I'm Zen P. I'm Yogi LG. We out. We Zen out.